online and on your mobile. From the UK to the world, this is Diverse FM. Coronavirus outbreak was the biggest news story in 2020. In season two, I spoke to a few of my friends who were under different forms of lockdown, and talked about how their day-to-day life looked like. Now I'm going back to them and see what the situation is where they are. So this is the third episode of the three-episode series on lives after the pandemic. Welcome to the podcast. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Robin and Friends, a weekly podcast featuring stories. Ideas and opinions from around the world. I'm Robin of Robin and Friends. You're always welcome to get in touch and tell me what you think of the situation where you are. Find us on social media at devsfm on there on Twitter and at devsfm on Weibo. Email me devs.fm at foxmail.com and visit the homepage devsfm.weebly, which is w-e-e-b-l-y.com. Robin and friends. This week we're joined by my friend and my classmates in Cardiff University. She's Caitlin Power. Hi, Caitlin. Hi, Robin. How are you? Good, thank you.、Uh, it's lovely to have you back on the、um, the podcast. It's been a while.、Um, first of all, the question I really want to ask you: How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to be back on your podcast. Thank、yeah. you for inviting me. I'm glad I didn't scare you off last time. <laughs>、uh, <laughs> but I'm good. I'm sort of. Actually, something clearly hasn't changed since the last time I was on your podcast. I'm back、mm-hmm. home with my parents,、mm-hmm. uh, but the difference is that this time I've finished the masters, like you.、Uh, so obviously, I spent some time in Cardiff over the summer, and then when that was all done, I moved home to start an internship, just because、uh, it made more sense than trying to find a place immediately. Yeah, I, I know how how weird it, it sounds like because I'll be I was、uh, speaking to one of my classmates.、Um, she、um, applied for another master this year, so she's still studying in Cardiff University,、um, and she told me about you know studying like almost totally remotely, and all these lectures online, all this assessment. I think it's kind of like getting.、Uh, Quite challenging for especially international students,、um, and for us, it's more about jobs now, isn't it? We we are looking at the jobs. So you are, you you got the internship, which is fabulous. I'm trying to find one at the moment,、um, and it's hard. It's it's really hard for many people.、Um, let's start with、um, your feeling about your life. Then, do you think your life been changing for the better after the、uh, first wave? <laughs> um, I I think so. In some ways, like I've actually been doing stuff. I think the thing that I, I can't speak for many of us on the course,、yeah. but I found that sort of sitting in that kind of stasis、uh, at home during March and April, and sort of obviously we were doing lectures, but very few of us could actually start our dissertation, documentaries, and everything.、Um, the job market was kind of dying slowly, but we, people were applying. But also, you didn't want to apply too early because we were still going, and we didn't know how long we'd be going for with the masters. Whereas now. I'm very fortunate that I'm doing an internship, and I've got a sort of like part-time job where I'm researching for a company.、Um, so I've kind of come out of it very, very lucky,、um, and my parents have been very good in welcoming me home. But、uh, it's it's been weird to think that this is it for a while. I think for at least the next six months that we're going to kind of be hopping in and out of these weird restrictions that change from day to day. I can't actually keep up. I don't know if you can. Uh, can, and you're in London. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean the、uh, the the capital of this of this of this country. And you take a look at the news back from 
<coughs> sorry, from from Cardiff, from Wales. You know, the Cardiff went into lockdown, and the re- uh, surrounding areas went into lockdown as well. Kind of like a drama, isn't it? Like I feel like I have no idea when London might get into the lockdown sometime soon. I, I suppose it might get into lockdown, lo- some form of lockdown very soon because. You just take a look at about the on、um, the figure and the statistics, and showing how fast, how rapid the and、uh, the situation has been changing. Absolutely, and I think, as you said, it's sort of that surreal kind of like dramatic、uh, moment where you're seeing different cities closing down. Edinburgh and in Edinburgh in Scotland, where I've got a few friends still, they've obviously lost all of their sort of like pubs and restaurants. Well, they haven't lost them, but they've been closed down for at least two weeks.、Um, And I, I suspect when sort of half term for the schools kicks off, sort of at the end of next week, the government will try and do some more、uh, restrictions in England just to、um, avoid us going into a full blown lockdown again.、Um, and、uh, but it's weird. I, I don't know how you feel, but thinking about this time last year that we were starting at Cardiff and we were being sent round the city、uh, to do different tasks and. They haven't even started the masters that we were doing yet for this year.、Mm. Uh, they've had to delay it. But it, to think that Cardiff is one of the big cities shut down、uh, is a very odd feeling. Yes. Do you remember the、um, uh, the last day that we studied in the building that was in I think around sixteenth of March, after all, all that stuff, and we were told to go home, and then you were going out with one of your friends, and you you had kind of I think I think a, a cup of beer outside. Do you remember that time? How beautiful that、yes. was. Yes. <laughs> oh, it was lovely, and it it was really weird because it felt very bittersweet doing that, and obviously sort of at the end of a busy day at uni. It sort of became sort of like I don't know a ritual to kind of go and sort of like diffuse before going back to the flat and talk about our day. And it was weird that at sort of 11:30 in the morning, I think all that we'd done was listen to a radio documentary and discuss it, which was very useful, obviously particularly for us because that's the medium that we want to work in. But that's kind of all we did, and then we left. And I sort of I was out in Butte Park with some people later on that day. And I was very much sort of aware that this was sort of the last time I was going to be with that many people for a while, because、yeah. at that point I was very much aware that I would be heading home if we weren't in the classroom, and lockdown was coming.、Um, because my family had to shield during the first lockdown,、mm. um, I was sort of very aware that this is the last time for a good while that I will be around a larger number of people who weren't my family. And the, we- the weather was strangely nice, which is it's so British to say that,、yeah. but it-, it was such nice weather. <laughs> As was most of lockdown, to be fair, which probably helped in some ways. And then, sort of for the rest of that week, I was just sort of in my room doing uni work, going sort of slightly stir crazy.、Uh, it was odd. It is. I, I was thinking. I was、uh, still remember talking to my family, saying how terrible the weather was、um, when we like. Uh, doing all the things as usual, like going to the class and、uh, doing interviews outside in the rain and when the, when the lockdown started in March and in April in May the weather was so good and it's like it's, it's so tempting that I feel like if if it wasn't in lockdown I'm definitely gonna go around and to travel around in the city in, in in Wales as well maybe in the country because of this super beautiful weather but that's the lockdown isn't it that's how. Where it is, and I still remember for ten weeks I did not go out or did not leave my um my room as except for once a week shopping in the city center. That's what I only thing I did outside for the ten weeks. You didn't you didn't use the hour that you were allowed each day to go for a walk. I didn't. I I guess 
I I feel like I'm part of the people that need to be shielded because I had、uh, asthma when I was、uh, younger and kind of like I have no idea how dangerous I I would be if that's the case for me. So I'm、um, I choose not to. But again, going out at the beginning of I think it was beginning of the June, after ten weeks of lockdown, ten weeks of staying in, it's it's feeling really weird walking on the street, seeing people there here and there. It's feeling oh I'm I'm going out again, and now I'm I'm gradually getting used to going out because I I do. Um, go out a bit more in London. Just go around to see the places: Buckingham Palace, Big Ben,、uh, Tower Bridge, all these beautiful places.、Um, but now seeing the second wave or even the third wave, who knows? And I feel like it's kind of reminding me how the life was during the、um, April and and May time. Do you feel like we're going back to that kind of national lockdown? We're going to go back to that kind of strict lockdown time. Do you feel that's the case? I think they're trying to do everything. Not to send us back there,、mm-hmm. um, and I, I don't know whether that's the right or wrong thing to do. Really, I mean, we know so little from sort of a layman's perspective.、Yeah. Um, we're not privy to a lot of the stats.、Um, I suspect so.、Um, I, I I think they're desperately trying to, but I suspect at least for a small amount of time we will at some point, if only because flu and the common cold season is.、Um, Coming upon us, but I think the really interesting thing will be is sort of obviously when we were in lockdown in April and March,、uh, again so British, we are it, we had nice weather, and people were kind of going on walks and able to be active. Whereas、um, I, f- I think if we went in again because it's the weather is turning, the season is turning, it's getting colder, it's getting darker and wetter, people will hopefully be more inclined to kind of stay inside and embrace the kind of cozy. Hig feel of being in ho- at home, but I don't know how that will also impact sort of mental health, for example. And I think that will be the big challenge: is how do we connect when we're not able to wave at someone across a park? And it's not just about connecting friends and families; it's also about connecting to colleagues and working. Like, I still remember when we、uh, supposed to do the、um, uh, dissertation, what, like interviewing around within the country or even abroad. I got one of my、um, classmates even planned to interview in Africa, and all this has been. And so,、um, for me, I did all my interviews in the room inside. You you went around. You went to another country,、uh, which、yeah. is legal according to the rules.、Um, but again, that's still different. It's really different from what we plan to do、um, for dissertation. Yes, and of course, my second trip that I was supposed to do with that was can I had to cancel it because、um, the restrictions changed again. Because as you said,、mm. I sort of had to wait until restrictions were finally lifted, make a bolt for it to travel over to Belgium. And、uh, I was out there for a month, just over a month, and、uh, sort of recording, following all the restrictions. So all sort of my time on transport, which was sort of about at least six hours a day in some cases, ended up with sort of mask on, desperately like <laughs> anti-backing your hands. Then sort of obviously the second opportunity was taken away, so I was doing a lot remotely then as well.、Mm. But it's been weird because obviously doing this internship, which is based in London, and they've got an office in London, but I only had.、Um, One visit to the offices before the work from home restrictions were put back on again,、yeah. which was a shame. But I'm glad I managed to get in. Work were really good about it in the sense that they very much encouraged people, even when the work from home restrictions weren't in place, to say, if you're not comfortable coming in, don't come in. It's not a concern. Everything's done remotely anyway. And thank God we have the technology. I think we've discussed this before. Thank God we've got the technology to、uh, do that. And connect that way,、mm. but it is very different doing an internship online because you're kind of you're not getting that office feel and meeting the people face to face. So I only meet people when they're sort of getting me to work on a project for them, 
um, or in social Zoom call that we do a week to sort of everyone stay in contact. Um, so it's been a very different experience to other internships that I've done, but they've managed it so well. Now I think all the companies are thinking about how they could adapt to the new sort of new normal, or even that becoming a new normal. Like for more companies, they might consider working remotely in the future, even totally remotely. Um, I heard the news that some of the companies have been selling the big office buildings during the pandemic. I think one of the reasons is the, the economy, but also reasons is that they don't need it. They feel like they can do all the jobs remotely. Why would they need the office? Do you think that's going to be the reality in the future, though? I don't know how sort of like long that will be a reality where mm-hmm. we're sort of, we're working from home at at this extent. Um, but I think the way we work will be very different after this. Speaking to some of my colleagues, they were talking about how when they first sort of started working from home, everyone's laptops were set up and ready and the company had sort of prepped it. Mm. But they they had a tendency, I remember one of my colleagues saying, to just work longer hours and work straight because just of your home so you can sort of amble away and come back to your computer because you're not in the office where there are distractions as such you can kind of just push and push and push without much sort of notice of time order but that's not sustainable so it's now sort of like putting in practices of taking this much time for a lunch taking this much time just to sort of step away from sort of a sitting position at a table um, and do something else uh, screen time like on the eyes like I definitely feel like my my prescription in the last six months has changed mm-hmm. <laughs> from staring at a laptop so much. Yeah. Um, people seem to, well, not everyone, of course, but a few people I've spoken to seem to be enjoying working from home and it gives them the freedom to do other stuff. And I think what might become a thing, at least in sort of like bigger, wider companies, is options to have a day or two working from home and days in the office and switching it in that way so people can kind of have the options to work in the way that functions best for them. I think the mixture of working in the office and working in the home is really interesting thoughts there and I I haven't think in that way properly but I feel like you're telling me something I really should think about. It might be the future because um, I'm so interested in radio industry and I um, listen to many radio shows during the lockdown and it pairs many presenters could do the show back at home like they could set up the devices at home they could do the show they use multiple software to get in touch with the, uh, the production team while presenting on there which is quite a challenge um, stuff to do but I think as long as I, um, I couldn't tell much differences from listening to them that works out that's what I feel like in terms of radio industry yeah well I mean as well, sort of I mean this conversation in itself speaks for itself that you're doing yeah. a podcast remotely and you've done a lot of radio remotely before as well and it's the kind of industry I feel that is easily adaptable to that because we already have to you already have to function working with people who might not be in the same city or even country as you mm. half the time and I think it will sort of broaden the capacity for people to get into radio and learn radio for example I mean think about all the podcasts that have popped up in lockdown alone oh <laughs> <laughs> um, you look at journalist students like us and all sort of graduates now hopefully and sort of go are you even a journalism graduate unless you've done a podcast 
Well, that's the case, isn't it? I, I, I heard more than once that people telling me everyone should have their own podcast or everyone will have their own podcast sometime, maybe b- before twenty fifty or sometime kind of something kind of like that. But I, it is much much easier for people to produce some personal content compared with what happened like ten or fifteen years ago, where you might need a professional studio to do that. But now you know, got phone, you don't even need a microphone. You got your mobile phone with you, got a headphone, and that's it. That's all you need to to produce a podcast and. You just need to ha- have some really great source, have some really great topics, some really great guests like you um, to do the podcast. So I think that's kind of like the future. Um, another thing that I, I really want to talk to you a little bit is about the masks, because I feel like apart from walking from home becoming a new normal for now at least, I think this pandemic really changed or transferred people's understanding or recognition of wearing a mask, especially in this country, in the UK. Yeah, and I think. If you told people a year ago that there would be a time where they'd be expected to wear masks very regularly, I think a lot of people, and whether it's right or wrong to think of this, it, it would go, "Well, that's insane. Why would I wear a mask?" And I think it sort of completely normalised at this point. I mean, I I don't see people wearing masks enough、uh, for what we need right now. But I think masks will be sticking with us for at least another year or two,、mm. even when we're not in lockdown anymore, just for sanity's sake. But、uh, it's it's a weird policy because I remember when the UK opened up again, they were saying, right, you can go to shops, you can do this, you can do that, and shops it's at their discretion whether they make you wear a mask or not. And I thought that was a massive error because you had some shops going, we will enforce it, and if you're seen without a mask, you will be. Sent out or given a mask to put on, unless you are sort of in the sort of community who don't wear a mask for、yeah. particular reasons. And then there were some shops going, "Oh, we're not going to ask you. Like, if we see you without a mask, we're not going to check in with you or whatever." It's become sort of this thing where if you're not wearing a mask, some people will look at you very accusingly, and you, I mean, no one knows what's going on. You don't know why someone might not be wearing a mask, but at the same time. You do look at some people and go, "There's a massive group of you there. Where's your mask?" <laughs> exactly. That's how I feel about that. Because I, I,、um, I think the first week I arrived in London,、um, in one evening time, I went to a hotel near Heathrow Airport. So I, it's literally like going across the country, across the city. So I live in around Stratford at the moment. So it's zone two in the east, and then Heathrow、yeah. is zone six at, uh, in the west. So I travelled there to see、um, two of my friends who were、uh, planning to go home. I travelled on the plane the next day, so I went there. So I travelled across the city via tube. That was like late evening time. When I come back on the tube, that's around like ten p.m. already. I saw so many young generation,、um, maybe. Some of them not young, but so many people are not wearing masks at all. Maybe they feel like、um, it's because it's late. There won't be policemen patrolling in the、uh, in the train or in the station. Maybe they feel like it, they don't need to. Maybe they are exempt according to the regulations. But I just feel like if if the large number of people not wearing masks, how can not wearing a mask helping the situation? If that's the case, like, because wearing masks are of ultimately helping others rather than helping me. For other people wearing masks is helping me, but for me wearing a mask is helping them. But if you got so many people around me not wearing a mask, what's the point of me wearing a mask? If that makes sense, the kind of like way. No, it does. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It is, and so the whole point of the mask is that reciprocal、uh, sort of help, as you said. It, you're not wearing the mask to protect yourself; you're doing it to protect others, and go and sort of going well. 
I might not have it sort of open symptoms, but you never know who's carrying it. And I think it's crazy when you see that kind of thing on transport and you're kind of going, oh man, it doesn't take that much. I know it's warm on the tube, but it's not that warm at this time of year. It should be refreshing given how cold it is. Also, masks now, they come in sort of some fun forms, though my mother managed to get my um, partner a really horrifying mask that has the Joker <laughs> smile on it. And he wore it out with me to the shops at one point, and like, every time I turned around, that was slightly alarming. Because um, <laughs> it's just this horrible, grimacing smile from the Joker in a comic book. Um, yeah. I have very mixed feelings about that one. <laughs> uh, but I, it makes you laugh. It's no longer just the clinical masks that obviously should be going to essential workers there are now fun masks um and my partner's grandmother actually sent us masks that she'd made all the way from australia to uh help us Mm. so that we could have access to those but it's it's mad when you think about like the transport transport is the one thing where you're like it, it doesn't make sense that you're not i can understand walking in the open air when you're nowhere close to anyone else it's not of the most absolute necessity i can imagine for some people but when you're that close to people particularly in London I can imagine that it must be um very disconcerting I mean I'm stuck in the middle of the countryside so um <laughs> for me masks are sort of a le- lesser thing because I'm yeah. working full-time at the moment I'm not out enough that I said a mask is a natural thing I have to keep reminding myself to take one outside with me because I'm not going out enough I would argue at the moment but I must, I must imagine that in London, it's completely different. So I, I think it's weird when I think about the situation that night, because even though I was traveling during the uh, the late evening time on the tube, it, again, because of some of the tube, um, tube line has a smaller carriages, um, I, c- I have nowhere to escape. And that you have to sit there or move slightly around um, to avoid the people. But you can't just move, keep moving around in the, ca- in the carriage just because people are not wearing masks in front of you. That's, that's going to sound or look so weird. Um, so it's kind of a situation like I really want to know whether why you wouldn't wear a mask but it's really I think impolite or it's really inappropriate to go forward to people saying why don't you wear a mask I think that's kind of like not really considerate so I, what I would like to do is just sit around and sit nothing but I feel the unsafe I feel the uncomfortable feelings and have my personal concern of my own safety no of course and as I said, there are there are some people who don't wear masks for very like fair reasons, and I I completely respect that. But there are some people who you do go that it's just mad. There's so many of you, and there should be masks worn. And I I in some ways, as long as they're far enough away, while it's annoying, it doesn't bug me. I think my my pet hate has become people who <laughs> lean in close to me when I'm in like the shop or something, um, and they're reaching over me without a mask, trying to get something. Or I mean the biggest bugbear is when they're wearing a mask but the mask is below their nose um <laughs> and, and, and i hate that I'm like, Why? i was like how what's the point what's the point when you're when your mask isn't even on properly you might as well not be wearing one um but i don't know if that just makes me sound whiny and grumpy <laughs> no not, not, not at all I, I have the same feeling when i see people wearing a mask they're making an effort good but then not covering their nose why because you you are wearing a mask why don't you do a little bit more just wear, cover your nose and helping everyone otherwise it's not making sense like you did your thing but then you didn't do enough to help people um but yeah but it's lovely having a chat with you thing about masks and the kind of the um the morning that we all have sometime about uh about people around me uh just finally because you had you we had a like quick chat before recording this episode and you told me that you um you have a personal concern of the safety so you wouldn't travel um 
into London to see me sing. And do you think it's gonna get better soon, or is it gonna get worse and get better, or it's gonna get worse, worse, worse and get better? What would you um, what would you say is the prediction? Oh God, I think it's quite bad at the moment, but I'm hoping that it will get better in about a month and a half's time or so, and、mm-hmm. it might get bad again. I think come Christmas time, it's gonna be really hard to tell people you can't see this member of family or that member of family, because some people will be coming on to a year of not. Seeing anyone else, and yeah, it, it's it's been weird because obviously, I sort of as I said, I went into the office once for work, and then sort of the working from home came in, and I'm not I'm not wholly adverse to、mm. going into London, and、um, I'm sure I'll be able to come and visit you very soon. I think it's it's sort of out of respect for you as much as <laughs> for anyone else that I'm very aware that I'd be going on multiple forms of sort of public transport before I getting to you, and I respect that it, it's not always easy to see people that way. I think the world is still going at this point,、um, just, <laughs> and I'm I'm hoping it's. I mean, it sounds very aspirational, but I'm hoping it will get better. I'm we we've got to face it somehow because it's going to keep changing, and our hopes for a vaccine need to be measured, given that it's a virus, it mutates, it changes. The vaccines that come out now, well, sort of in the next few months, will probably be out of date already,、mm. from the little I know. <laughs> That's not me speaking as a scientific expert, but we need to look at managing how we do it and protecting the people around us. It's a it's a great、um, chatting with you, and I think we got some really great、um, thoughts between us. And I hope some of the things we talk about could be the truth. Um, getting better, getting the proper vaccine rather than outdated ones. Um, seeing more people wearing masks. Um, in the right way. I hope that becoming the um the reality soon in in London, in the UK, and around the world. And it's really lovely having a chat with you, Caitlin. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for yours, and fingers crossed. <laughs> That's my friend Caitlin、uh, underlining. We'll have a chat about lives after the first wave. This is a podcast from Diverse FM. But it's not really after the pandemic, isn't it? We're still. Kind of like in the middle of the pandemic,、uh, some some way. I mean, some countries is better, in some countries is even worse. I do hope these three episode series can help you understand more about the young generation and their views on the pandemic in different countries. We talked about people's life in um in France with Agard, talking about lives in Malaysia with Jade, and lives in the UK with Caitlin. If you want to share your views on this one, if you want to share how life's been changing for you after the pandemic in different countries, different parts of the world, do feel free to get in touch with the podcast. More than happy to hear from you. Until then, bye bye. Thanks for listening. To find out more, check out our website diversefm.weebly.com or email diverse.fm at fox. Mail.com. Until next time. This is Diverse FM.